Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in previous speaker, which is my new nickname. <laughs> what? My new nickname is the previous speaker. And okay. I will explain that when I answer all the interesting questions you have about my trip that I just okay. got back from. Okay. <laughs> because it's my new nickname. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really proud of it, and I will probably not call you that. Don't call me that. No, no. There's only <laughs> there's only one person that can call me that. It's all gonna make sense in like five minutes. So it's not your new nickname. It is. <laughs> it is, but it's not. just exclusive. It's exclusive. Nobody call her. <laughs> previous speaker. There's two people that can call me that. Unless you're one of the two people. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That she's talking about. Yeah. And it's, it's a title I'm really proud of, actually. Um, and you'll hear all about it. But anyway, so I'm Summer. And I'm here today with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy, do you know that feeling you get when you get your ticket to get on an airplane and you, like, rush to check your seat assignment and you want to find out, like, am I stuck in a middle seat for the next six hours? Do you know that feeling? Kind of. Oh, because I usually fly American and you can pick your seats. Oh, well, I'm always like, what seat am I getting stuck right. with? Um, and I just want you to know that if I got stuck in a middle seat next to you, that would actually be great. Oh, that'd be quite the relief. But I experienced multiple times this week that horrible feeling of getting my seat assignment and being like, <laughs> is it a B or an E? Right. <laughs> What do we got here? Because <laughs> if it's a B or an E, I'm going to be miserable for the next six hours. <laughs> That's what's about to happen. It's been a long time since I have flown with another person. Oh, right, right. Not by my, you know, yeah. I'm usually by myself. Um, I can hear but all I have, of Marcus's clicking. I know. There he is. There's the patriarchy, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Marcus. Um <laughs> But I have wondered that. Mm -hmm. I'll fly sitting next to couples or whatever, uh -huh. or like a kid and a mom. And yeah, I was like, that would be nice to just automatically have like a, a, a little built-in built -in buffer. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I get really nervous. I'm like, is the person next to me like, what is this going to be? How do they even make the middle seat? Why anymore? do they make a middle seat? I know. Nobody and, likes it. No. And I felt so bad because on one of my flights back from D.C., uh, the longest flight, I got an aisle seat, which is great. But then I sit down and the guy next to me, his shoulders are like as broad as I am tall. So I'm right. I'm like leaning into the aisle. And thankfully, he ended up I'm a up window being, seat all the way. Oh, I need the aisle. What if you have to go to the bathroom? I don't pee on flights. Oh, that's a magical skill <laughs> no one else has. Be on flights. <laughs> no, you don't get to enjoy that tiny bathroom in the back. I mean, every once in a while. I also most of the flights I take are shorter, three to four hours. Got so it. okay, um, that's still a long I time. I just I would rather be mashed up into the side of the airplane okay. than sticking out. Okay. And on my flight okay. to Illinois, it was the middle of the night and. The girl sitting in the window seat just jumped over us. <laughs> she didn't. Are you serious? She didn't. She was the worst passenger I've ever flown with on a plane. <laughs> she was really nervous, smelled like alcohol. Oh. And did her makeup five times. Oh. Didn't use the overhead light. She used her phone flashlight, which no. in a dark airplane is cabin like the sun. Is the sun. Yeah. But not like. She wouldn't take it out and just shine it. She would take it out and like flip it around, <laughs> figure her stuff out. Yeah. And so Blind the, the everybody. lights flashing around. <laughs> and I mean, I felt for her because I think it was probably her first time flying. Right. But mostly I felt for the guy that was sitting in between us because <laughs> she talked to him the whole night. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, 
you'll have to forgive us because <laughs> we may be a little bit chatty in this episode. A little bit. Uh, which has to do with my compliment. You are right. I am Joy. Yes. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And Summer, if we were ever really busy and both had a lot going on and didn't record for one month, I would be really excited to record Sheologians <laughs> again. And here we are. I guess I should, we should explain that. Right. Right. So you guys got an episode mm-hmm. every week, but we haven't recorded since September. No, the probably. end of October. And I'm sorry. This is the November. beginning of October. The end of September. You're yeah, right. So September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so we doubled up episodes for a few weeks and yep. there was a whole... October was busy. October was so busy. So we took it off of recording. Right. Well, I got married. I'm just going to have to tell people that. Yeah. <laughs> so I got married at the beginning of October and... Then moved. I moved and then um, Joy was out of town mm-hmm. and then I spent the first half of this week in D.C. giving a talk in front of some very cool people, some Congress people and some theologians and some attorneys and I needed to prepare because I'm speaking publicly right now but Joy is the only person looking at me. <laughs> So right. public speaking is not speaking something in front of a group of people is completely different than sitting a at a table with your friends yeah. and talking. Yeah. Um, and it was just a really big opportunity for me. So I needed every second I could possibly get to prepare for that. So we were still busy and it was great. Yeah. So here we are. We're going to be really right. chatty. Right. We're going to probably go on tangents <laughs> yeah. and things of that nature. But we we made sure that you guys didn't miss an episode. We yeah. took a month off, but I mean, not really. We both were. I was still working on Sheologians. You were right. still working on Sheologians. Right. Like We were still working. So Yeah, exactly. We just needed some non-recording time. Yes. Um, so, yes. <laughs> The very first and most important question I have for you about your trip to D.C. Mm -hmm. is how was your amazing hotel room? (laughs) Okay. You guys. (laughs) Okay, so this conference... It had a chandelier in it, guys. It had a chandelier. The curtains opened with the press of a button. Oh. I know. And then outside of the window... Outside of the window was the IRS building, the FBI building, and Capitol Hill. Which like, the most important of those is the, the FBI, FBI yeah, obviously. I wish they would let you in there, I but know. I just feel like they wouldn't. No. <laughs> and you know what? The Wi-Fi at this hotel, when you log into the Wi-Fi, you have to give them like all of your personal information. It's not like when you go get public Wi-Fi anywhere else, you have to like fill out all this stuff. And I was like, who is watching me? And at one point, I, yeah, at one point I said something similar to a person I won't name who works for the government. I was like, the Wi-Fi here, da, da, da. We're just chatting. And he was like, sweetie, the question is not, are they watching you? The question is, who is watching you? And he said it so matter-of-factly. And I was like, <laughs> nervous laughter. Okay. So, um, right. So the conference happened at Trump International Hotel, which is the building across the street from the IRS and the DOJ and the FBI and right down the road from Capitol Hill. And I've never been to D.C., so I... Oh, really? It was your first time? My first time. I was such a tourist. I love it there. Here's two things I shouldn't admit that I'm going to admit publicly. Number one, when my limo picked me up from the airport... (laughs) What? (laughs) When my limo picked me up from the airport, which is like the most ridiculous opening clause to a sentence I've ever said... (laughs) Um. We're driving from the airport to the hotel, and for a second... To the Trump International Hotel. To the hotel. Trump International this Hotel. Sentence, man. It's the most ridiculous <laughs> sentence. The Amazing. guy had a, a sign, you know, waiting for me. <gasps> the you had of, a sign? Yeah. And here's, I've always wanted a sign. a sign. And I'm, look, I'm trying, you know, my eyesight is terrible. I wear glasses, but it's still the worst, and that's a long story I won't get into right now. Because <laughs> one of my eyes is blind. Anyway... <clears throat> The other one's fine. So that was the whole story. <laughs> I just told you it. Um, so anyway, I'm trying to. <laughs> it all started when I was born with eyes. <laughs> right. <laughs> this lady wrote in this week to tell me that 
she can't listen to our show because of this. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so, uh. Mm. Well, I'm sorry for that because <laughs> I think it's so fun. I'm having a great time. Um, <laughs> so. And I just can't not do little asides no, and cutaways. No, she can't. She I can't, can't not do no. that. And I'm glad that you do. <laughs> Because I'm the boring one. We've established no. this. No. You're the funny one. You just said the sentence when my limo picked me up from the airport to take me to Trump International, blah, blah, blah. Right. I, right. You are not the boring one. Okay. Well, those things happen to me. Okay. So anyway, so here's two embarrassing confessions. Number one, uh, we're driving to the hotel and I'd had a long day of travel. I had been up since five. It was like almost midnight at this point and you know delayed flights and all this stuff it was a really long day and I literally didn't know what state I was in (laughs) I was like wait is DC I know DC is technically like its own thing you know right but I was like am I in Maryland right now or am I in like one of the Virginias like I don't know (laughs) oh no which is really embarrassing but someone local to the area I told her that story and she was like well the good news is is that uh you might have been you might have crossed a state line at some point so you probably did so it's okay she was like it's fine you probably were in Virginia you were probably in Arlington I don't, or something I don't know at some point I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know um so then the other really embarrassing thing was when I got I went up to my <laughs> I got up to my hotel room and uh, I opened one of the fancy... First of all, I couldn't figure out how to open the curtains. It legit took me a second because like... Because I'm, I'm, you couldn't find the button. I couldn't find the button. Right. I'm like, I need like I need to see outside. Look, guys, we don't have... We're not fancy. No, I'm not fancy. I don't have button curtains. No, no. Yeah, you know, I could move curtains with my hands, obviously, right. which I did. But like I wanted to figure out. How do I officially open these curtains? Because right. everything felt very official in this place. So anyway, um, I looked out my window and I'm literally looking down the road to Capitol Hill. And my first thought was, I'm so happy I get to see the White House. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> after a good time. That's amazing. <laughs> After a good 10 seconds. <laughs> I mean, you were fairly close. I was tired and obviously... Man, I think <laughs> if the Capitol building was the White House, way more people would want to be the president. <laughs> totally. I'm well, sure the White House is amazing. I've actually never been inside of it for as many times as I've been to D.C. Oh, have you been a lot? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have I have family that lives in Virginia. Okay. And, um, so... DC is a like a day it could be a day trip yeah I had family that uh, one of my uncles lived in Arlington okay Virginia which you can be standing in Arlington and you can see okay all the DC yeah got it Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean I did it I in mild defense of myself I had 10 seconds later I realized it was tired (laughs) and you were (laughs) The magic. The magic of it. The chandelier, the button. All the buttons, the things. like the slippers, the robe, the every, limo. Yes, I mean, every, come on. And, you, know, you walk into the hotel and there's like 12,000 people trying to serve you, like hand you water bottles and yeah. carry all your stuff. And it was just disorienting. And, and now I'm seeing like this history, you know, these things that I've only ever like seen on TV and the FBI is staring at me. And it was, a you know, whatever. So it, it was Capitol Hill. I did get to see the White House. But anyway. So the hotel was great and the hotel can read your mind. So, so, and I believe that. Um, So this one afternoon, I, it was like three hours before dinner and I wasn't like, I was starving and I just, I had been awake for so long and I'd been socializing for so long. I just like went back to my room. I needed like a minute, you know, cause I'm actually a bit of an introvert. People don't know that about me, but Mm -hmm. like I needed to recharge, Yeah, you know, with some like alone time. And uh, I walk into my hotel room and I was like, oh, I'm so hungry. I'm not kidding you. 15 seconds later, my doorbell rang and there was a... And it was a unicorn with food? Yes. On its back? Yes. Like a fancy plate. It wasn't even a plate. It was like a stone tablet or something that had like 
four little spoons of fruit on it. Like it was amazing. It was like oh. it was like I thought I'm hungry, and then the hotel gave me food. It was like complimentary. I think they do that for all the guests, but right. it was like the perfect timing, you know. Hmm. There was like sugar on it. It was crazy. So wow. yeah, yeah. Um, some people have been confused, and they thought that I went to a Trump rally. And I just want to tell you guys now that I didn't go to a Trump rally. I went to a hotel owned by Trump. Right. He owns a lot of hotels. Yeah. A lot of really nice hotels. Right. Um, And would you be surprised that he puts his name on stuff that he owns? (laughs) I Would you be surprised? No, no, no. People from Chicago, (laughs) Uh would you be surprised? Right. (laughs) I definitely, (laughs) I came home with some fancy slippers and they say Trump on them, but I'm not even mad about it because they're so comfortable. Right. And they were free. Well. Way to go. Yeah. So I won. So anyway, (laughs) it was a great hotel. It was a great experience. If you guys get a chance to go to DC, like take it. I don't care how you feel. I don't care how libertarian you are. (laughs) Like go to DC if you can, because it's really cool. (laughs) And I got, I like. It's just very, it's just, it's like any. big city it's very lit up and pretty and twinkling but then you have this mixture of really old mm-hmm. buildings and monuments and stuff that's history just big and, and yeah it was really cool right and because of all the there's a lot of uh trees and grass there too even yeah. though it's a big city because mm-hmm. of all the monuments and memorials and everything i just i think i love it there i went there um, during cherry blossom season one time yeah. and literally had a cherry blossom fight. What does that mean? The cherry blossoms were falling. Yeah. And they were in. They fought they were each on other. The ground. They fight each other. They were on the ground. Okay. And so we were picking them up and throwing, throwing them at them. each other. That's how plentiful <laughs> they are? Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. I did not know that. But. Anyway, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. Yeah. Okay, so you said it was not a Trump conference. No, it was not a Trump conference. So uh, my dad also spoke at this conference, and he talked about the two Luthers, and he, um, I think once the audio is available, you guys should totally listen to this. He talked about um, just like the history of of Martin Luther and what was going on at that time, and it was really, really interesting great talk. Um, he also did another one on justification. Dr. Steve Lawson from Lanier Ministries was there and the other speakers included some congressmen and some attorneys and um, Kelly Kohlberg who I didn't know because I was too young but she wrote a book in the 90s called Finding God at Harvard and um, it was a bestseller like not just in Christianity right. but um, and she was just awesome I had such a good time with her um and she's she's still I'm gonna I'll probably direct you guys to some of her stuff because she and I ended up doing a video together we just really hit it off and um I'll probably be directing you guys to some of her stuff especially when she posts the interview that we did and um then Dr. Jordan Peterson also spoke which was just he's one of our favorites yeah he's one of our favorites um he's just he's so smart and um he spoke right after me, which when I met him and we were chatting and I told him what we were talking about, what I was going to be talking about, he was like, oh, well, well, when do you speak? And, and I said, right before you. And he goes, oh, I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to be there. And I, it just came out of my mouth. I said, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> Cause I had just told him, I said, you know, um, how much listening to his content has had helped me prepare for my own talk. Like I think the first week I took of just focusing on this talk was just listening to Jordan Peterson. (laughs) I mean, he, he's smart, man. He is. He's smart. And, um, he has a lot of, uh, social commentary. That's just really fascinating. And, um, he's not a Christian, right? There's some stuff that we say he wouldn't be right on. Yeah. Yeah. He's incredibly intelligent and um, he's doing a lot of really great work that I think that we should support regardless of the fact that he's not a Christian. (laughs) He's doing really good work. Um, And so anyway, getting to meet him was pretty cool. Um, And he did make it to my talk, which was pretty 
awful and great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so yeah, it was a it was a great conference. It was a real mishmash of people, and it was just it was really exciting to be there and uh, be around such like intelligent people. Ambassador Alan Keyes was there, and right. I guess again I'm too young for this, but in the 90s I want to say he had some uh, debate with Barack Obama that I guess is just like legend. People were like, oh, you didn't hear the Alan Keyes, Barack Obama debate. And I was like, no, but I think it also <laughs> happened when I was somewhere around the age of 10. So right. it just didn't. It probably wasn't You're like, <laughs> all right, first I'm going to watch Rugrats. Right. Then I'm going to watch this debate. <laughs> right. It wasn't really on my radar, <laughs> um, but he was super, um, just a brilliant guy. And I got to chat with him a bit. So yeah, it was, good that's super exciting yeah I like I really actually kind of enjoy being in situations like that where I feel where you look around and you just wonder what am I doing here? oh <laughs> like, man why am I here why am I here I've been asking myself all summer why was I invited to speak at this conference well and so we tend to think that about ourselves right but summer sent me her talk that morning right before she did it because they had to write it all down <laughs> yeah and um and it was really good it was really amazing so even if so first of all when we when we have it you guys should definitely yeah listen to it when we make it available um but obviously there's a reason why they asked you just saying still not sure <laughs> i'm still feel like what just happened um yeah, public speaking, like we already talked about, it's just not, it's it's a skill that I don't have. Right. Um, so tell us just a little bit of what okay. you talked about. Yeah, so I was invited to come speak at this thing, uh, I think probably mostly because of what I've written um, on the topic of, of feminism and in particular... Uh, the conference organizers wanted me to talk about intersectionality and in feminism and what that means. And um, that worked in really well with why they invited Dr. Peterson, because he right. he spoke about uh, Marxism and white privilege. And obviously, all if you've listened to our episodes in intersectionality, then you understand how those things all tie together. Right. So essentially, I just got up there to make a case for to number one explain what intersectional feminism is because a lot of the people at the conference the speakers they're they're leaders in our nation in terms of politics and and christianity and in their realms yeah uh but they're older right i was obviously by i mean by far i think every all every other speaker there could have been my parent which is i mean well one of them was well yeah <laughs> Um, One of them actually was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a smart move on the conference's part. Right. We, unfortunately, the stuff that was talked about at the conference is, it's, it tends to have a demographic, which is a little bit older. Right. Right. And someone, we do need people keep this going right um and you know because not not everyone our age and not every millennial has been swallowed by this intersectional monster right so it's important that right that kind of dialogue is happening within right so way to go yeah it will conference that was, organizers yeah. <laughs> i think i think you're right and that's part of why i was there was because some of the other speakers you know who are just i mean they're they're best-selling authors and they're, you know, they're big. They have careers that we haven't even come close to touching in terms of public life. Um, and they're coming up to me and they're like, you know, I learned a lot. Like, I learned a lot from your talk. And, right. and that's so strange to me because everything I'm talking about is just such a daily part of my life. I yeah. think as as a part of this generation um, that... I think that's why I was there was to kind of bridge the gap yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I think that's why they had me there. Um, and so, yeah, it was, uh, let's see, it was a 40 minute talk and 
uh, my ears burned for about the first 10 minutes and then I was fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I got used to it and I was like, okay. I mean, I've read all of this aloud one billion times. Right. You know, it's it's one of those things. uh, Marcus, our producer, talks about how like when you work on a project, like you're going to work on it so much. So at the end of it, you're going to hate it because it's like all you've looked at. Yeah. So that's how I felt a little bit. I was like, oh, this is whatever. (laughs) Yeah. "Mm -hmm. I'm so sick of this thing. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I this sounds self-congratulatory, but it's not. I'm just really shocked that I like everybody stood up and clapped when I was done. And at that point, I, I had hated it so my talk so much because I'd read it so many times, um, and I just wanted to get through reading it to them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, once I was done, when everybody seemed to really appreciate it, I was just like, "What is happening right now?" Um, so that was a good feeling. And there were women crying in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm still, because I've read it so many times, I'm still like, "What were you crying about?" <laughs> <laughs> I definitely cried when I read it too. Okay, for sure. So that's how out of touch I am with my own talk. <laughs> but so I mean, I think it's a it's it's a cool thing, and it's cool to highlight that. Um, you know, we've talked about roles here on the show quite a bit. But so I think that um, that's a it's a good way to just say, hey, look. There are certain roles that we look at and we covet and we give those things too much. Like mm-hmm. we kind of idolize things a little bit and we think like, oh, if you can't be this, then that's, that's, uh, then you're not as good as the other role. Right. So you weren't the most accomplished publicly person there. Um, but you're younger and you have a different, you can offer a different perspective because you're in touch with certain things in a way that not everyone else at the conference was. Um, you spoke a lot about empathy in your talk. And I personally think that as a woman, not that a man can't speak to empathy, of course, um, but I'm sure that you spoke in a much different way about it. Mm-hmm. Women do tend to be a little more emotionally mm-hmm. connected. Mm-hmm. Um not always. I don't know. Do we still need to add that in? No, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> but so I'm just saying it's not always, there's no, you're useful in whatever role right. you're in. Um, and the different perspectives are valuable. They're valuable to this huge conference that happened in DC. So you don't have to look at someone else's standings and be like, well, once I get there, right? like if you're in, Bible college and you're like well once I'm like Charles Spurgeon then I'll be there (laughs) and it's like well you know like you're still there's no value or identity found right in those things and God uses those things I guess is what I'm trying to say right and I've been thinking a lot about identity I think obviously because it's so closely tied to just intersectionality and this kind of neo-Marxist group politic world we find ourselves in. I've been thinking a lot about identity and I really want to like deep dive into that at some point um, on the podcast because I think that we are so out of touch as a culture and a generation with what identity actually is. I think we talk about it a lot, but we don't actually know what it is. I agree. Yeah. Um, And so I was thinking about um, what what is it about the way we view our identity that like impacts our lives the most and thinking about that reminded me about how before i got up to speak jeff was like our our pastor jeff durbin was like listen because you know he does a lot of public speaking and he's really good at it yeah. and that's what he does and he's very gifted at it and he was like this is what you got to do you pray you give it to jesus you stop caring. Yeah. And you just, you give your, you give your talk to an audience of one, essentially. Right. Meaning Jesus. Um, and I thought that was really cool because essentially what that did was it re- rooted me in my identity. Like, who am I? Why am I here? Yeah. Well, I'm here. I'm here. For, my talk is for Jesus. Right. Because that's my identity. Yeah. And that's what it's rooted in. And what a cool thing it is that when, you know, I really thought. I was nervous because I think the last time I spoke in front of people, which wasn't anywhere near anything like this, I think it was probably like a presentation in college or something, you know? <laughs> um, I remember like being a little shaky. 
Yeah. And uh, when I went to the women's march, I don't know if I've ever told anybody this, but like right. the, the first interview, I was nervous. Yeah. I was, I had never done anything like that before. I think I was like shaking the microphone and Marcus thought like something was wrong with the microphone. I didn't tell him <laughs> that it was my shaky hand because I was so nervous. I do that too. I get shaky and then I'm like as long as my voice doesn't start shaking right. and then so my that, voice starts yes shaking. yes so that was the thing like, I was please no that's the thing I was most nervous about was what am I gonna is, my, is this gonna come out in my voice right are like, they all gonna feel bad for how nervous I am? that was my number one fear and um with Jeff's advice and right. with some serious prayer because I definitely was like singing the doxology all day um <laughs> I did I didn't have any of that and so anyway, I've been thinking a lot about identity and I just thought it, how it was interesting how, um, you know, Jeff, who gives great advice, essentially mm -hmm. was like, root your identity in the right place right now right. and you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and so and that ended up a lot of my talk. And by the way, if you're if you're on Patreon, I put the transcript of my talk there. Don't look for a great, like greatly written article because it really is just a transcript. Yeah. Um, of the talk. And it's kind of long I don't know it took me 40 minutes to speak it so it took me about 40 minutes to read it okay <laughs> so it won't be don't you know yeah you won't be able to read it on the go <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but so yeah it was just uh yeah if you're on patreon I just wanted you guys to have that because like it really is because of of patreon that I got to do this like it's because yeah. of the people that um, donate month monthly that I got to take time away from my family and I got to travel and just all the things involved in that like that I got to have <clears throat> sorry that I got to have a month to prepare right um, it just wouldn't be a thing without Patreon so I just wanted to like say thanks to the Patreon supporters and make that available the audio will be available eventually I don't know where um, but I'll make sure that you guys can you guys can hear it so okay last question yeah tell us about previous speaker oh yeah okay this is so nerdy you guys want to hear me nerd out okay. i kind of think i already know what it is but oh my goodness tell tell uh, so <laughs> as i've already made pretty clear i am just like a huge fan of dr peterson and um I think he's fantastic. I agree with him 80% of the time. The other 20% is because he doesn't know the God of the Bible. <laughs> right. Um, and so anyway, part of my preparation was just listening to Dr. Peterson. And, you know, something really important to do when you're speaking is um, write your own thesis. <laughs> so what I didn't want to do was listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson and then just regurgitate a lot right. of Jordan Peterson because Jordan Peterson can do that himself. I'm not needed if that's all right. I can do. Well, and as you said, there's a very important element missing if you regurgitate Jordan Peterson. Right. So uh, I wanted to make sure I wasn't just, you know, stealing his material and, and knocking it off. And I wanted to say something original and also um, essentially take a lot of the great things he's saying and Put them through a Christian worldview, which I needed to do. So anyway, uh, when Dr. Peterson got up, so I'm my dad was there and he was just like, he was so dad proud of me, you guys. Like he's he just was over the moon. I, I don't know. Like I I think I could have like tripped up the stairs and shaken the whole time <laughs> and he still would have been so proud of me. I seriously love Dr. White. <laughs> like I just <laughs> We had, we had pictures taken while we were there, like uh -huh. headshots. And he's like sharing all the pictures of me. <laughs> Getting to know him. He's so great. As <laughs> your dad has really just like opened up a whole new world of who he is. Uh -huh. He's a real human being. And I being. just. <laughs> I just love him. He just like, he couldn't even look at me. He was so proud of me. <laughs> just, you know, you know, like those moments. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just, he's <laughs> so great. And I don't even mean he's a great theologian. Right. I just he's mean. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he's really great. <laughs> so, um, oh, cute story, because here we go. That's how today's going. Right. So after the conference, we're like walking around D.C. and my shoes, 
are eating my feet because I only brought like fancy shoes mm-hmm. to this thing to try to fit in. Right. And like my shoes are like scratching my skin off. Oh, and no. it was just awful. And um, it was the worst. And so we're trying to walk to this taco shop called District Taco, which was really good, by the way. If you're ever in D.C., District Taco is really good. And I'm like limping because I've done so much walking this week in these shoes and my feet are like swollen. I look like I'm like 10 months pregnant (laughs) is what's happening. Oh, no. And so my dad, he's so cute. He's like, well, there's a shoe store right here. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Takes me to the shoe store, buys me a new pair of shoes for the like 0.6 miles we had left to walk. Bless his heart. Oh. And I love these shoes. Anyway. Bad. Um, so, right. So you asked me about the previous speaker. Yeah. So I finished this talk that I've been dreading for the last four months. Mm-hmm. And that ended with a standing ovation and with, tears. That end, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Tears from how moving <laughs> right. it was. <laughs> and I feel. This like, was after the limo. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the most ridiculous story. (laughs) It's about to get better. So I'm just relieved. I mean, I've taken my blazer off. I'm so relieved, you know. Your blazer? (laughs) That's the weirdest thing you've said so far. Well, it was like a fake blazer. No, I mean, I like it, but I just have never seen you in anything resembling a blazer. I had to dress like a serious person. It was part of it. Should we start doing that? No. I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. (laughs) I know. I don't even know what this is. I plan on working out after this I had to buy serious person clothes right. because I was in like this fancy hotel with congressmen. It's weird. That was a weird sentence. So anyway, <laughs> Jordan P. So I'm I'm I come off the stage, whatever. Everyone's clapping. Everyone's crying. And I'm just relieved. And I shed the blazer because I'm mm-hmm. like, this isn't me. Right. <laughs> you know, and I'm relieved. and I don't have to like act serious anymore. Right. And I'm sitting in the back and Peterson starts talking and and uh he keeps referring to the previous speaker and he's like, I'm going to build off of what the previous speaker said. And, and like the previous speaker mentioned, and he keeps referencing me and it was, I mean, obviously I'm flat. I'm right. I'm right. Trying not to have a moment, but every, and the best part was every time he said the previous speaker, both my dad and the conference organizer who very much uh, is aware um, of my love for Dr. Peterson. Right. Both of them, they like look over at me like, <laughs> you know, like that side eye over the glasses, like, hey there, previous speaker. <laughs> previous speaker. <laughs> he agreed with you, previous speaker. Like they both, they both know that I'm having an internal freak out. Right. Um, and they're giving me the side eye. And so the previous speaker is actually the nickname. My dad was like, I'm just going to call you TPS for the previous speaker from now on. (laughs) So that's why I said the two people that can call me the previous speaker are my dad and Dr. Peterson. Right. (laughs) Because, you know, yeah, whatever. It was just, it was just, I was having a moment and, and it's funny because I was just the previous speaker, but he did reference me. That's a huge compliment. I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. That means we're on his radar. On the radar, man. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I would love to have Dr. Peterson on. Now, I was flattered. I, like, opened up the little, dear little thing that you sent me. And it was, like, a year ago, my friend Joy and I started a podcast. And I was like, I'm in this? Oh, oh, I should tell them. I should tell them. So this is the funny thing. This is how neurotic. I was honored. You guys can all call me Joy now. Summer. I referenced you. <laughs> I told you this is how neurotic I was when I was writing it. I was writing it like you and I were giving right. you the talk. Yeah. And so, thankfully, this was <laughs> thankfully the, you didn't get up on stage and say we every time you met I. The Lord's hand, because there came a point where I I'm reading it and I'm realizing like I seriously wrote this like Joy and I like like we're having a live podcast. <laughs> Like we believe, which we should totally do. We, t- we should totally do. It probably won't be in DC. Sorry, no, <laughs> it'll be at the bottom of the ocean. But right, I, so I'm reading it and I'm like, we, our, oh my goodness, I sound like I have multiple personalities. 
And I had to go back through and start taking out the we's and the ours and put me and my and I. Because I'm just writing this paper like it's, it's I'm going to turn it into someone. That's it's, amazing. It's going to be, say, Summer Jaeger and Joy Temby. So years ago, I took this picture. I was driving down. I remember exactly where I was. I was driving behind this truck down this certain road. And there was a sticker on the back of the truck that said, if I, if you can't see me... I can't see you. We can't see you. Oh. <laughs> and so years ago, I took this picture and it comes up like in my memories or whatever. My, yeah. Not, my memories on my phone, not in my head. <laughs> Your Facebook um, memories. Yeah. 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 And it came up yesterday. So it must have been it's November 2nd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that just made me think of that. <laughs> Oh, oh. And if you can't see me, we can't see you. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this would be a good time for me to do my feminist of the week. Okay. Because. Oh, gosh. No, it's really great. Is um, it about pronouns? <laughs> no, no, no. So this feminist <laughs> of the week is unlike any of the others that we've done before. Really? Um, and you already know about it. But okay. So I, I go to the conference. And like I mentioned earlier, um, I'm pretty much the only millennial there, basically. I might have been the youngest person in attendance, except for I kept seeing this other girl there. She was an attendee and she just looked really cool. Like she had a cool sense of style and she looked like she walked straight out of the 20s and she was gorgeous and she carried herself well and didn't fit in. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but no one else at the conference was close to our age, really. Right. None of the attendees. Um, First, there was something about her that stood out. She really stood out, but um, you know, I didn't, I didn't like want to go up to her and be like, "Who are you and why are you here?" <laughs> hey, you're really cool. Yeah, I just kept seeing her around, and I was just curious because she just didn't fit the mold of everybody else in attendance, and she really stuck out. But I don't, I couldn't get a feel for her. Like I couldn't get a read at all because she's very stoic. Like like during every, just very, I couldn't get a read on. Like, every time I saw her, I was like, is she mad? Is she sad? Is she happy? I don't know. She's very stoic. So anyway, she's the feminist of the week because she really empowered me. (laughs) Because when I was speaking, you know, um, I had to read this thing and try to sound like I wasn't reading it, um, which was not that easy to do. So I'm, I'm looking from my iPad to the audience, but I'm not really looking anybody in the eye. But I can see her in my periphery. And she was so animated for my talk. She was like nodding her head, like she was super into it. And I hadn't seen her do that during any other talk. And so she's like, I'm saying things and I see her, like, you know, you guys can't see me right now, but she's just like, you know, animated, like agreeing. Nodding her head, stuff like that. And it just made me feel like, okay, I'm not totally nuts. Like what I'm saying isn't super stupid. Like she gets it. Cool girl over here. Cool cool girl gets it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Um, it was just, and I I was thankful that she was there and that she was responding. Right. Um, it's hard to talk to a group of people when no one is responding. Responding. You're like, is everything I'm saying bad? Right. Is it horrible? Right. Which is why people tell jokes when they speak, because then it like, you need a response. It gives you something. Yes. Oh, I did get a laugh. I don't remember what it was. I did get a laugh. I'm not funny like you, but I got a laugh. (laughs) It you're was... not boring. See, you're not the boring one. <laughs> well, just in comparison. If we're going <laughs> to weigh the scales here, anyway, in a vacuum, I can be funny. <laughs> I don't even have a joke for that. So anyway. I was going to make like a mom joke. <laughs> Something about a vacuum. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so she's my feminist of the week because I just, whoever you are, cool girl, I don't know who you are, but thank you because <laughs> you were so encouraging and... Um, so stoic for everyone else. So it was quite the contrast, and wow. I just felt so um, felt encouraged by this. So our stranger. feminist of the week to this week was not ridiculous. No, she was awesome. Very cool. Broke the mold. She was a cool girl. Do you know what is ridiculous? Mm. Our new website. Oh yeah, <laughs> the website's so great. Do you guys love it? Because we love it. Oh my goodness, our designers. Nikki and Tim, they just killed it. Right. I basically was like, I gave them the worst description 
of what I wanted. Uh, yeah, I was like, you know, like a thing with a thing and kind of like this thing. And somehow they knew exactly what I wanted. Right. And they put feet on what I was saying and, and then made it 10 times better than what I asked for. And it was amazing. Right. And I got to make some stuff for it too. I know. And I just, for some reason, I'm just now seeing those. I was really, it was a lot of fun. I'm not by any means an Adobe Illustrator master. Most of the time I end up sitting in front of the program like, what? Why are you doing that? <laughs> What's happening? And then I do everything the long way. And I know that if Tim had been sitting there, he'd be like, oh gosh, just right. let me do it for you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but luckily he wasn't. Right. So I had a lot of fun doing, You're, doing that stuff. Yeah. Tell them where they can go take a peek at that. At your banners because they're oh, really great. Um, well, so sheologians.com. You should just always go there. Duh. But it's new and it's shiny and fun. Yes. Um, and if you click on podcast at the top, you yeah. can see Joy's design. And what about articles? What's yeah. There? I haven't even seen this yet. Oh, that looks so great. Yeah. So those two, well, and we still have to thank our. Uh, Nikki and Tim for even making those happen just because yeah. <laughs> I don't I could never I could make it but the most I could do is like show it to you on Facebook right. <laughs> I could never put it into a website right. it looks but, so great so you should definitely go check it out if you haven't yeah. I know a lot of times people go onto the Sheologians website um, and they just go to the podcasts and sure or they click on it they click on something from on Facebook and it just takes you right to the section. But we now have an about us mm -hmm. page. Ooh. We have a contact us page and we have a donate button. We do. So obviously we're on Patreon and that is a monthly donation. And which we need. Yes. Um, and you get your privy to certain content that the general population is not if you are donating on there um but yeah that's super super important because we appreciate that and that's how we keep sheologians going that yeah. is how we are a thing yeah. at all um but we have had a lot of questions about one-time donations or not donating through patreon so there is now an opportunity if you have asked us the question, hey, how can I not donate through Patreon? Or, hey, can I do a one-time donation? There is now a way for you to do that on sheologians.com. And tell them about what you just made yesterday and the day before and probably been working on it for weeks. <laughs> P.S. Because this stuff doesn't happen overnight. I think overnight. you've said before that I get a little bit neurotic when it comes to certain things. You do, and it's it's necessary. Right. Um, especially like... Uh, you guys want to hear this. Color... Uh -huh. things of color uh -huh. I will just play and play and play with certain things until I get them exactly right which now that I'm looking at one of these banners I see an issue but stop <laughs> it stop it click the x um <laughs> get out of there okay so another thing that will soon be available on sheologist.com I'm not exactly how this exactly how this will look if it'll be like a link we're going to figure it all out Anyway, we are going to have merchandise available. Ooh, and okay. you remember how last time when we did shirts, mm -hmm. we released our shirts and then everyone was like, where can I get one? Mm -hmm. And then for some of you, it took a really long time to get it mm -hmm. because the postal service stinks. Mm -hmm. um, and we only sold 100 at a time. Right. So we've done two rounds of shirts. Well, and we were supposed to sell 100. <laughs> and then the shopping cart that we had oversold, so we had to order another. And anyway. It was a mess. So we <laughs> are going to be working with a shirt printer mm -hmm. that will keep any of those previous issues from, from happening. happening. So if you had a bad experience with your shirt or you're annoyed by something having to do with your shirt... We are so sorry. Thank you so much for those of you that were so patient with us. Yes. But this, from this point on, any merchandise that is Sheologians will not, you will not have a similar experience by any means. Right. We promise. And we're so excited. I am very excited because I got a sneak peek. I have seen the designs that Joy made. And let me tell you guys, <laughs> these two, I not only 
So I didn't get a shirt last time because when the shopping cart like oversold, right. I gave obviously right. someone had bought a shirt, so I wasn't going to keep one. Right. Um. So <laughs> this time I'm definitely going to have, I'm going to have one of each like for sure. And <clears throat> I don't. I am proud of them. I think they're really cool. They're really. I think you, you guys are going to love these shirts. You're going to wear them all the time. Um, the designs are so great and I'm going to be working, um, to make these t-shirt ha- t-shirts happen over the next week or so and have more information for you guys on when they will be available and what that's going to look like. But we are just super, it's going to be so great. You did such a good job. I'm proud of them. Yeah, I definitely am. Uh, so yeah, we will keep you and posted I'm getting on faster that. Yeah. at illustrator I can tell we would like to do. You look super comfortable with with it now. Yeah. You did a really good job. Um, There's certain things that I'm still like, "Uh, yeah, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Um, But for someone who has learned from doing it and watching YouTube videos, not bad. Super impressed. And (laughs) we hope to, I cannot promise mugs or tumblers yet. That's something we want to do. People ask for that. Um, so we're working on it and just keep, you know what, um, if you can't support us on Patreon, which I mean, please do consider like a $6 a month, I don't know, cup of coffee a month, whatever you can. But if you can't, one of the best things you can do is share our content and yeah. be active, um, on Facebook. Cause that's how we get out there. That's how we get in front of more people. And that's how we are able to keep doing what we're doing. So, exactly. all right, we should let them go. Yeah. I'm sorry for this chatty episode. I'm not sorry, but right. like it was unavoidable. It, yeah, yeah, it had to happen. So we um we're gonna have a fun one for you guys next week too. A little different. Yep. A little different before we get back in the saddle. We have some great authors coming up um, that have agreed to come on the show. We have some really fun guests coming up soon, and um yeah, that's it. Thanks th- thanks again to our Patreon supporters um because what I got to do this week was really cool. Right. So I really appreciate it. And the more, like, the more we're supported through donation, the more people that partner with us, the more cool things we can do. Yeah. We can do. Yep. Um, and we'd love to do more. Yes. So keep that in mind. Yep. Okay. Love you guys. Oh. <laughs> ew. I got that mushy. Was sweet. Ew. <laughs> Don't. Ew. Okay. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> 